Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. Hey. And if you ever saw him, he's singing. You would even say it glow. When would this come out? What number is this? All up, damn. All of, all of the other reindeers used to laugh and call him names. Used to laugh and call him names. <laughs> they never let poor Rudolph drink at the reindeer games. <laughs> then one fall. We gonna get it, bro, bro. We gonna get it. We gonna get a strike. <laughs> Santa well, no, we shouldn't. came to say this is a uh, free music. We, we go with this. Rudolph would show no so bright. Won't you smoke this blunt tonight? I'm just joking. Man, what up, world? It's your boy Big Excel. What up, Richard Deuce Frank? We are the country rap report. And y'all know what we do right here. We give you our opinion, our views, our reviews on some of the world's hottest country rap videos. Okay? All right. Now, a lot of y'all be on that bullshit saying there ain't no country rap artists. We know. But we also feel like we're going to find and discover artists who might need the exposure, who might meet, who might need to be talked about. And we feel like you as a country rap connoisseur. A consumer of the genre, we feel like y'all would appreciate these artists. So that's why we review them. But guess what? Today we ain't finna review shit. <laughs> Cause Spank said he don't want to hear that goddamn. <laughs> I gotta so, get me one of those. I'm gonna get me one of them. So that being said, we just gonna talk to y'all today. We're gonna educate a little bit. I'm just going to chop it up, man. The year is almost over. Everybody's in the holiday season. I left my spirits downstairs, but it's okay. I'm not even going to get up and go get them. And, um, man, we did, you said you had some things on your mind. Cool. Let's talk about it. And, I, and you know what? I also want to say this, but because the year's ending and everyone who's on Spotify, who's an artist on Spotify, y'all know y'all getting them po cards. Y'all getting them <laughs> po cards. Okay. Y'all getting them poke cards. So we're going to talk a little bit, and I'm going to read a lot of y'all poke cards out loud in case y'all um, published them. And I'm going to talk about some artists that we ain't never talked about, but they dropped their poke card. So, yeah, I, wa- I want to know. I want to know all of those numbers for so, sure. You know, so let's, let's, let's get into what you want to get into first. Well, um, this topic it, it really goes out to. Um, can you hear me? Because I'm got a I got a little delay in my camera. No, I hear you. Okay, hear you. okay, everything's. Fine. I, but I'm looking at myself and I'm moving slower than I'm. That's that's weird as hell. Okay, damn. Like I, I'm seeing me, but I, I guess you see a different version of me. Yeah, it's you, know, I'm look, you see how I'm looking at you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Too. Remember when I was having the problem with my box chest? That's right. Yeah, so I don't know. Okay. All right. Probably well, just in time, might have sent some people over to our case. Man, I am not going on that. I can't believe you even commented, but it's okay because I'm not interviewing. I don't. I have nothing to say to you. Why? Okay, moving on. Moving. I don't, bro. You know, I'm petty. I'm petty. I can't. No, no. I'm, I'm not giving the troll a platform. 
You come on when we want you to come on, not when you want to come on. Shoot, I'm I'm like, hey man, he come on and then you know it it'll probably be fun. It probably will be. We'll, we'll do that one a little later. I'm not in the mood for I want to make right? sure that when we do do Justin, we're gonna right. do Justin on a night that I'm not working. That way I'm drinking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> True. I got you. So we can be in the right spirits. Yes, yes, yes. We need the spirits to enhance the spirits. Yeah. Well, um, today I just wanted to, we hadn't done a lot of topics and we haven't done a lot of um, education in a minute. You know, we, we try to educate whenever we're doing the reviews, but um, by sitting down and talking to West 10 and a couple of other people uh, that aren't Hold in on. the country rap. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, no, it'd be Paul, Paul. <laughs> yes. It, by sitting with talking with them, it's a, it's apparent that, and I'm not saying this in a negative way to them, but the labels that are over here and most of the artists over here are operating as labels. They don't properly know how to monetize um, what they have. And I, and I, I got, I go by a different philosophy than most people in the industry. Most people in the industry just throw a blanket out there or, or they'll grab something, throw it to the wall and see if it'll stick. That's, that's, you, that's the consensus in the industry, right? Okay. So I'm like, I don't, I got a different philosophy. My philosophy is you focus on 1%. Uh, and you don't need to be focusing on anything more than 1%. So whatever that is, 1% is your goal. And if you try to do anything more than that, you're going to overextend yourself. You're going to be over budget. You're going to be frustrated. Like, don't focus on more than the 1%. And here's the why. Um, I think the artists, when they're dealing with this stuff, they're, they're, their mentality is they want everybody to like them. Uh, there's six point. Two billion people on the planet. You know, no, everybody's not going to like you. Even the majority is not going to like you. Um, there's 350 million people in the United States, just for those people that have never left the country. Uh, all of them are not going to like you. It, it, it is just a fact of the matter. Um, but just from your music genre, for that alone, they're like, eh, you know, what is that? You know, they, they immediately got their lips turned up. Or, or the lip poked out, like, you know, I don't know nothing about that. I ain't trying to rock with that. But, you know, I, I think you guys need to change, you know, you guys as in the artists and the labels need to have a different perspective. And I and I wanted to do this topic with you uh, as a music industry playbook, because this is something that they need to be figuring out and putting in their strategies going forward, because you have music industry experience and you come from a different perspective. You come from a store owner perspective and somebody that's worked behind the scenes with major labels. So, your perspective is just as valid as mine and more so because your, your experiences are you got executives in your ears uh, and you got, you, you have the ears of some, some artists and some of them are A-list or so. I wanted to go over this topic on this show because country rap is going through the same thing that core rap did in its infusion in, in its major growth spurts. Now you just, these, you guys, have to start monetizing properly. Okay. If you focus on the people that just like you, and I'm saying just just target all of your marketing, branding strategies, uh, your advertising, all of that stuff to just those people that like you, not the people that don't like you. Ignore those people. Those You need to put the noise muffs on and just ignore all of the other stuff because they really don't matter. Um, but just for the sake of argument, like, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you how 1% can equal 
millions of dollars if you just focus and only work in that small pocket. And it, we and it starts in strategy. And I had to write this down. Like the and I, and I do when I do one percent, I don't just do this. I also do this. That is me making a circle um, because you need to be focusing on, in, on small circles. And as that circle grows and you build on that one percent in that circle, you you grow out and it grows even further out. And I'm, as in this example that we're using today, I'm going to use where I, I live, Macon, Georgia, as an example. So for me, let's say I was a rapper and my focus needs to be not making Georgia yet. It needs to be my side of my side of town where I am. Um, so however, the, I need to find 1% of the people that are around me that likes me as a, that, that are a fan of me or what, what I'm trying to do, whether I'm trying to rap, sing, uh, do graffiti, uh, do draw NFTs, like whatever that is, it, it needs to be just 1% of those people. And as you grow from your side of town, you, it starts in a singular point and then it moves to the adjacent points that are around that. So that point now becomes a circle. So now that circle is going to become even bigger because as you start at that point in my side of town, I need to do the adjacent sides of my town. So now that point became bigger. Now that point became a circle. Now that circle is now your new point. If you grow from the adjacent side of towns, you need to grow to the entire city. So it go, it go for me. I am on, I think I'm on the south side of Macon. Uh, it's, it's the rough side, but it is what it is. I don't care. This is all relative to wherever you are in your city and state and uh, region. All of this is relative to you. Um, you need to be dealing with the entire city. And now as you deal with the entire city, you start again. You Once you get the 1% in your entire city, you start focusing on the 1% in the adjacent cities. Now, you, when you move from the adjacent cities, you do f- from the entire state. And once you do the entire state, you start working with the states that are adjacent to your state. Once you do those, now you focusing on a specific region of the United States. Now, once you do the specific region, you start working on the adjacent regions. And once you do the adjacent regions, now you have the entire United States. But this is what you're going to, th- these are some numbers that we're going to use in this example. In this example, we're going to need one single. We're going to need one project, and that project could be an EP or an album or a mixtape or whatever you want to call it. And you need one line or one piece from your merch line. Um, touring connections and uh, opportunities, those are relative. You're going to need those. But in this example, I'm going to break them all down just so we can mo- properly monetize it. For most singles, and this is a single that you threw out there, and you need the single to be able to promote the album and the album is going to help put you on the road. So you're doing tours and those tours are going to help promote or push your merch line. This is all relative one plus two plus three equals whatever. All right. In most distribution scenarios, if you are selling a single and you're selling for a dollar 29 or 99 cent or whatever it is, you make 70 cent from that. This is what your distributor is going to pay you wholesale. This is what you get in in your account when they, when it sells wherever it is and yeah, from the single. In most scenarios for an album, whether that album sells for eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine, twelve ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine, whatever that is, in most scenarios you make four dollars and ninety nine cents from your distributor on on that album. This is what comes back from the retail sale of it, and it comes back wholesale to you at four dollars and ninety nine cents. In most scenarios, for those of you who don't 
have your own equipment and you are printing your own shit up uh, so you can print up your own merch. You're, let's say you got a T-shirt that retails for $20, and that's pretty cheap for a T-shirt that you're buying from, at a concert. But, you know, we're doing small venues. We're not doing arenas and shit. So, But retail for $20, you're going to make $10 out of that. Because somebody, whoever printed it for you, they, they you got whatever deal off of that, and you are doing a 50-50 split on, with them. Once you buy, get your own equipment and you buy the materials, those costs are going to come way, way, way down. But in this scenario, you are making $10 out of the 20. So you have $10, you got $4.99 from the EP, and you got $0.70 cent from the single. That is $15.69. <clears throat> I am going to kick it one up for those of you that do tour. And most of you that are out there do have some dates that are planned or planning or, and, and, or try to plan within your strategies. And those strategies need to be, you release something, um, you go out and do a small promotional tour and out on that tour, you are selling your merch and this is how you generate revenue in that promotional tour. Most of you, it's, it's, I've seen 20, I've seen 30, I've even seen $40 at the door. Uh, but these are not huge venues. But for this scenario, we're going to do $20 at the door. So you got $20 shirts and you got $20 at the door, which is $20 tickets. You got a co-op between you and the, the owner of the venue. So you are making $10, which is pretty decent. It's really not bad for you to get $10 off ahead because he's, He's also getting the bar, but he's not touching your merch and you're not touching his bar. So this is a fair swap. Y'all splitting tickets, adding that $10 in, you're now making $25 and 69 cents. So let's just kick the 69 cent out. Cause I want to keep whole numbers in here. So this is $25, $25 is what your focus is. We're going to, going to, going to put a spotlight on for this example. $25 needs to be what you make off of each fan. And each one of them fans need to be that 1% that you're targeting wherever you are. $25 might not seem like, seem like a lot, but let's, let's, let's add some more numbers to that. Say you had a venue and here I am on at my side of town, which is where I'm supposed to start micro focus for right now. Um, I got a hundred people that's coming to the venue. 10 people would be 10%, but I only want one person to be a purchasing fan for me. And I'm saying purchasing fans, this is going to be somebody's going to follow me from here on out. Like they are a fanatic right now. This is not just some casual fan. Like Auntie just wanted to, you know, roll up and she's like, yeah, that's my baby. You know, what, what I need to buy? No, I'm talking about somebody that is going to be that buys the single, that buys the album, that buys the merch. And wherever you go after that, they are going to follow you and tell other people to, hey, come check this dude out. I'm a fan of his. We need to go check the show out. This $25. Yeah, okay, as we start growing and you we started at this one point, we're gonna do four adjacent points from where I am in Macon. So now it's Macon and it's for site and it's Griffin and it's uh Fort Valley and it's Warner Robin. So now we got four new points around me, Macon still in the middle. I'm working around, I'm working in a circle. Don't don't go out of the circle. You stay with it, start at one point and then once you grow one point that one percent there or that one fan there then you'd work work the other uh adjacent cities and now the one now became four five when you add into it but i'm i'm not i'm going to keep the numbers whole for you because i know this is going to get confusing as we go but if you add in those other four 
that's a hundred dollars you you're making because you're only f- targeting one percent out of a hundred from that show, uh, one percent out of a hundred from this show, one percent out of this one, and one percent out of that. And you already got making in the bag. We're just going to keep making this here. Making ain't going nowhere. Now you just gain one percent here, one percent there, one percent there. It's only one person. We still only did. These are five true fans that are loving you that are, that are going to be dedicated to you. That are going to follow you forever wherever you go. As you get these here. You need to be able to grow at a pace of keeping the same 1% rate. I don't know what that looks like for you because I know that you're going to have to reinvest. You're going to, most of us still have jobs and we need to be dedicated to that. Um, we got to try to figure out what that touring strategy needs to look like because we do have to, you know, take off work and or leave work early, all of that stuff. I understand all of that, but I'm giving you the numbers here. So how you can properly monetize this stuff and not fall short or shortchange yourself, because I don't think we're properly mon. Again, we're not monetizing our fans that are out there. Let me get back to making, making as a whole. Now I got one, my side of city of the city was 1%. I jumped ahead too fast. My side of the city was 1%. And I jumped from the people that are around me and my side of the city. So now I got a hundred people. Now I got a hundred dollars from those. When I added 25 here, 25 here, 25 here, and 25 here. Macon, Georgia, if I focus on 1% in my city, there's 150,000 people in Macon, Georgia. That's 1.5 thousand people. That's 1.5K. Times 25, that is 30, $37,500 just in making that I am I'm generating from tackling and focusing on the 1% of people that are here that I need to be targeting to like me, to be fans of what I'm trying to do, whatever that is, whoever you are out there in the world. As you grow, again, I said you start in a finite point and then you do the adjacents. And then that once you add the adjacents, that becomes your new point. And then new point, you make that micro focus there, and then you do those adjacents. The circle keeps getting bigger from where it's doing Macon, then the adjacents, then it's doing Georgia, then the adjacents, then it's doing the Southeast, then it's doing adjacents, then it's doing all of the United States. Follow me along. Follow, follow, follow. Okay. As you are growing, as I'm growing here in Macon, I'm focusing on those adjacent cities that I said. Um, Forsyth has 4,000 people in it. That ain't a lot of people. I don't want to target minor cities. I want to target major small cities. So I will go after cities like Warner Robins that have 76,000 people. I will go after cities like Millersville that have 18,000 people or cities like Griffin that has 22,000 people. You know, I want to get all of the cities around me, but I'm still going to do a circle and I'm going to do it in a spiral. Once I added up all of the people that are in my adjacent range, there was 139,000 more people. 1% is 1.3,000 people. That is 32,500 people that I've added to the 37,500 people that are in Macon. If I'm only in middle Georgia and I'm only focusing on 1%, I have made $70,000 and I'm still only focusing on 1% of those people. I'm not going past that. I'm not trying to get all of y'all to like me. Fuck that. I'm focusing on a 1% micro marketing strategy to where I need 1% of y'all to like me to buy into what I am, what I'm dishing out and then to become real fans of mine so that as I'm growing and as I'm, as this movement is growing and I'm going out of middle Georgia 
then you guys are helping support me. So wherever I'm going to these other spots, there you are, and you're helping the the the, the community to grow. But okay, here we are, and we've done Middle Georgia, and we've grown the adjacent pieces. So now we're getting ready to hit the entire state. Georgia has 10.5 million people in the state. 1% is 105,000 people. Tw- times $25, that is $2,625,000. I'm just in Georgia. And I'm still only focusing on 1% of the people that are here. Now, before I go out to any other states, I, I need y'all to be, just be real with whatever music that you're trying to do. I know we're, we're this is a country rap podcast, but there are other people that <clears throat> listen and watch this podcast that are in other genres because they are here for their genuine feedback and the experience knowledge that we try to throw out here. Whatever you are doing, you need to look at the demographic of your music and make sure that you are targeting that specific demographic. Don't don't think that you just can go up in a black club and you making music that ain't for them or vice versa. You know, whatever you are doing, you need to be target. You're, you need to go where your audience is. The problem with hip hop and, and how we've been dealing with white rappers throughout history is that we would we think that, oh, this white dude, these black people are going to love this white dude because he's different. These people don't they, they don't rock like that. Traditional hip hop. It's extremely biased and it ain't just towards white people. It's towards Latinos. It's towards anybody that does not look like them. This is just how this thing is. But this is to your benefit because if they aren't buying what you're selling in core hip hop, there is always a subgenre that you can go to that already buys into it because they don't want to buy into what core hip hop is dealing with anyway. And this is, this goes for horrorcore. This goes for Christian rap. This goes for country rap. For all of the subgenres that are out there, uh, lo-fi rap, like all of that stuff, like there is a subgenre for you. And yes, the numbers do decrease as you are going from this big old pool of people and you start doing little micro niches. You know, the numbers do shrink, but still in that number, you still need to be focusing on 1%. The numbers do not lie. Not not these. There are numbers that are out there that does lie. But these numbers do not lie because this is all money. This is all money that goes into your pocket. Remember that. Okay, so now I'm still in Georgia. And most of you guys are Southern rappers, uh, country rap folks. In Georgia, I've tackled my 1%, but now I need to tackle the adjacent states that are in Georgia. You don't try to do cities in the adjacent states just go ahead and try to tackle the major cities from those states. You don't do all of those cities. You don't repeat the same process that you did in Georgia. You just try to, because by the time you're big enough in Georgia and you got that enough, if you're making $2 million off of one state, you have enough of a, 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 a bandwagon or momentum to where the other states would, they, the buzz is already there. They already hear you. They know what's coming. So they're already on to whatever you're trying to push to them. They they want you to embrace what they got. So you need to be reaching out to them and coming to their spots. And those spots are usually not the C D these are not, I'm, I'm speaking in radio terms, not the smaller cities there. These are the major cities, but in the outskirts, not in the center of the city, but the little boondocks around it. So if you were doing Atlanta, it would be like Marietta or Stockbridge or union city, but not the city. Not in the city. Like you don't want to, right, right. You don't want to hit the majors. You want to do the ones that are around it. Okay. So 
as we're doing the adjacent states to Georgia, Tennessee has 6.8 million people. Alabama has 4.9 million. Florida has 21.5. North Carolina has 5.1. And no, South Carolina has 5.1. And North Carolina has 10.1. That is a total of 48 million people. I'm just, I rounded that down just to give us whole numbers. 1% of that is 480,000 people. 1%. We're only focusing on 1%. Times $25, that is $12 million that you are making just out of the Southeast just by focusing on 1% of that population, just by focusing on or a micro niche advertising, marketing, and branding strategy. Don't overthink the shit. $12 million, you can live off of that. You can live really, really good off of $12 million, fam. I think so. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not done because we're, when we tackle all of those states that are in our spot, that's, that's called a region. You know, and then in that region, in the south, in the entire southeast region, that's ninety-seven million people. One percent of that is nine hundred and seventy thousand times twenty-five dollars, twenty-four million two hundred and fifty thousand. Now, you you still this is probably you doing by the time that you're tackling regions, you're probably on your third project. Some of you out there are already on your fourth and fifth project, and you ain't even left your state. Like you need to be d- doing different things with your advertising and marketing strategies instead of just throwing shit out there. I know that that is the consensus that we've been doing ever since I can remember. Like ever since my dad was doing music and will will teach me about music and telling me that this record came out and shit, they were sending out samplers and all that shit. Like all of that stuff was back then. This is, this is the time when vinyl was in and eight tracks and reel to reels. The shit has not progressed much. We're still doing the same redundant tactics and it's because the industry does not want you to grow. The industry wants you to rely on them instead of you being self-sufficient. Okay. Now, we did our region. Our region is the Southeast. But there's adjacent regions to us. Uh, the adjacent regions to us is the Southwest region, which is over here, uh, Texas and all of them. Um, then there's the Midwest regions, which would be over there, which is um, St. Louis, Missouri and all of them. And then you got the Mid-Atlantic region, which is up here, uh, right above us, like Virginia and all of them. Okay, in those regions, we just did the adjacents now, uh, 60 million people there in Southwest, 68 million in the Midwest, and 30.8 million in the Mid-Atlantic. That is 159.7 million more people that are out there. But you don't want all of them. You just want 1%. 1% is 1.5 million. 1.5 million times $25 is $39,925,000, fam. Now, you can still eat over that. But just say that you still greedy and you're like, you know what? I want all of it. I want all of it. I, want, I ain't big enough. Okay, let's go for the entire United States, fam. In the United States, there's 329 million people. I said it was 350, but that, that number does fluctuate up and down. Well, let's say 329. That's what it was when I Googled this for the research. One percent of that is three point two nine million people times twenty five dollars. That is eighty two million dollars in your pocket. Eighty two million two hundred fifty thousand to be exact. But eighty two million dollars that could be in your pocket if you only focused on one percent and targeted those to where you were making twenty five dollars per individual. Eighty two million. Now, there are I I looked up Pitbull today. He's worth one hundred million. 
worth. That is it net worth. I, I looked up a couple other artists that, and it was for some clients that were sent my way, but you are, you will be making now all of this ain't yours because you still got to pay management and all this other and lawyers and shit. And you definitely got to pay taxes. I'm giving you the wholesale shit, but how you handle your money is up, totally up to you. I'm not trying to interfere or give any of that advice. I'm just trying to give you the advice on how you can monetize what you have in front of you and properly go after the right market. Now, the numbers that Vic is going to shoot out, imagine if those people targeted 1% of those listeners or 1% of those followers. 1%, all you need is 1%, just 1%. And that not 1% is my philosophy. That is some shit that I thought of years ago when I got tired of hearing artists saying, man, I want to, I want to, I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, motherfucker, you ain't even got the foundation right yet. And you want all of this shit. You 10 steps ahead, but ain't took two. Like, come on, bro. Like we, we, we got to slow down and properly do this shit. So we don't make the normal pitfalls and mistakes that artists make. And I, and, and I'm saying, I'm speaking to all of you artists, because most of you are running your careers as if you are the label CEO, you are the vice president of advertising and marketing. You are all of that. You are the booking agent. You doing all of this shit. So this is some strategies that you need to be implementing for whatever you're trying to do going forward. And this is coming out at the end of the year. So 2022, grab all of this stuff, put together some sort of strategy, grab you a map. Uh, I, I usually go and buy maps from the gas station, especially when I have a client that, I, that is paying me to do some strategy, strategizing for them. I'll put that map up and I will just put in little pinholes and, and uh, sticky notes up there and just, just go to work. Like I need to do this. I need to do that. This, how many people here? This, how many people there? It, when you do this, you are visualizing what you need to do. It ain't just a thought. You need to put it on. I, I'm a paper person. I write down all of my shit. I'm, and I know we got these devices now that we can just type shit in, but I, I'm, I'm old school. And I, I, I put not only write it down, but I'll put it in front of me on my wall so that I am not missing anything. We need to have we be putting together better strategy. And I'm saying we as in here we are in December and we've reviewed hundreds of videos this year. If some of those strategies were implemented for those people that were behind some of the videos that we saw this year, they'd be out of here. And I'm and I'm not just saying out of here, out of the genre, I'm saying out of here as in the the a lot more people will would be embracing them and they will be making more money than they are making right now regardless of the genre i'm these these this again this strategy can be used throughout whatever genre it is it doesn't matter if it's just country rap but um um the numbers that we you were talking about before we got on i think you mentioned i'm not gonna mention any other names because you might not want to talk about them but some of those folks i'm not what's the what's the look What's that no, no, I just seen something. I'm gonna talk. Okay, all right. You got that. What's, uh, you hit me for a second. Um, the num- the numbers you were talking about was like, man, you know what? These people need these strategies. These people need to be be sitting down and formulating real plans. Like I'm going to do this, and and for your planning, it needs to be ten steps. It needs to be and your goal. This is how I do it. And now this is some free shit since we own uh MIP, music music industry playbook. This is what I do when I'm I'm formulating a strategy. Whatever it is, whatever my goal is, that shit is a year from now. And I am working myself backwards. So if I am dropping an album, 
Uh, well, I wouldn't say a year from now. It is the op- most opportune time for me to be able to implement that. But it needs to be a minimum of six months, six months away from me now because I need to implement those strategies. You cannot implement a proper advertising marketing strategy in less than 30 days if you're trying to do music. So if you're trying to throw some shit out and you in, you're talking about in December, hey, let's, let's throw out a, a, an album in January. No, motherfucker, you are damning yourself. Um, you need to do advertising and marketing. You need to be, we, we used to call that not build up. Um, what do we used to call it? Um, what the hype, the, the, the hype, the promo. Yeah. Promo. You need to, you need to get all of that shit together and, and, and properly implement it. You don't want to just half ass it. You don't want to just throw albums out. We, we, we were on a cast and found out about two albums while we were on the cast. <laughs> and while we were recording three albums while we were recording You're and, and one right now and literally was like what the who's the, who dropping the album Go ahead. Go ahead. okay and literally we was like what the fuck where did that come from why did it come out like that like where where's where is the promotion behind it and promotions is vital like unless you are a beyonce or unless you are an a-lister you cannot survive by just saying hey i'm gonna drop my album tonight uh, you know, you don't have millions of fans waiting that will drop everything to to go and purchase your shit. You know, you you that are out there that are watching this, you need the strategy, and it needs to be something that you can throw into the future, and then you work your way backwards. If it's six months, okay, then in month five I need to do this to make sure that this works. In month four I need to do this so that whatever I'm doing in month five is working. In month three, I need to do this so that I'll make sure that whatever I'm doing in month four is working. It is a build-up strategy. And if you do it correctly, the momentum will carry you into a successful project. Then you need a secondary strategy so that whenever you were planning on releasing, whenever you were planning on releasing it, whenever it is out, you need a strategy, you need a post-strategy strategy. So that whenever it is out, it ain't like, okay, well, what do I do next? You know, do I just go back and record and start the whole shit over again? No, there is a post strategy to where you are promoting that project now. And during that promotion strategy, there's nothing else in your way. You don't need to be posting any other music that ain't on this project. You don't, you don't need to be in the studio talking about you recording the next project. No, that is distracting. This project needs its life. This project needs all of the eyes and ears on it as possible. And by you dropping an album in January and then in February, you're talking about working on the next shit. Okay. What am, what are we doing? What I don't understand. What's what are you are you a career recording artist now? Like you all you do is record? Like that that does nothing for you. Sure, we we spent money on equipment and we got all of this money tied up in that investment. You need to get a return on that investment. And that there's a there's an investment in there that you really can't get a return back. And that is your time spent in all of this shit that you're doing. So we got to make sure that we are utilizing all of our time and money wisely. And I think the 1% strategy works. Did you know, because you're talking about marketing and promotion, right? Right. Did you know Savannah Dexter dropped the album? Yes, I bought it. Loner? Yeah, I I even talked about it on... um, Instagram and I said where was the promo? I tagged Gator. Oh, that's why I just that's why I was like Bro, I was I don't I, I, that was one of them. That was that was it can't I bought that one, I bought Hard Target and I bought another album all at the same time. I said, like, What's the promo for this shit? 
Like, come on, y'all. And this goes to what we were talking about in this, the momentum. There was no no momentum for this because there wasn't any advertising and marketing strategy. It was just out there. And I don't know if it was done deliberately. I don't know if it was, it can't be done deliberately because there's, there's no rationale behind it. Like other than to just put an album out just to meet an album quota. Like you don't want to do that in fourth quarter. Um, and I know we, we talked about it in another cast, like we don't really rely on fourth quarter folks, uh, for numbers, but the people that are listening to the other people in fourth quarter are also country rap listeners. So you don't want to compete with them. You don't, you don't want to throw anything out in fourth quarter. When I, when I, I, we definitely went through this in the summertime. Country rap fourth quarter is between Memorial Day and Labor Day. So you got you have a you have the summer months to play with versus the winter months. So I and I I think they know that, especially since all the patriotic stuff comes out around that time too, and they're just throwing the, the videos out for the flag and all of that other stuff. I get all of that. It makes sense. Um, that's your time. But if, if you're not doing something then, uh, in your fourth quarter, it would be a huge mistake to do something during the industry's fourth quarter. Because you cannot compete with the budgets of Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg uh, dropped a new album. On Def Jam. Um, um, what's the dude that was got clowned on? He said if he was sleeping on him, he just dropped a new album. He was number one. Damn, I can't think of his name. Uh, he was on the TV show. Uh, I'm going to look it up. It's it's going to be right at the top of iTunes still probably. Um, yeah, he's he rapped. Um, not Benzino, but he's one of them dudes like that. I'm looking up. You go and you can start your spiel because I want to hear these numbers from these people. Oh, I was okay. I was really shocked. I didn't know Savannah. I'm still listening to Hard Target's album. I haven't listened to that one yet because I really like Savannah's album. Oh, well, I'm mean, going to I'm going to get to Target though while I'm at work one day. Yeah, I feel like they dropped them around the, two weeks apart. Right. Right. Okay. Here's a list of them. Uh, Currency dropped the album. Currency uh, number one. Currency number one right now. Um, Snoop Dogg dropped the album. Didn't uh, I did not know that. Um, Is Snoop Dogg's album on Def Jam? It was French Montana. That's who the dude that dropped the album. Oh. That was that was, people were clowning him because they they say he said that people sleep sleeping on him, but I think he overrated. You know, I I ain't think if you're sleeping on you, fam, it just ain't that great. Um, Snoop Dogg on you. You said was Snoop on Def? Def Jam, yeah. Snoop is on twenty five songs. I can't even see that shit. Um, yeah, he on Def Jam. Yeah, he signed Snoop Dogg is on Def Jam. That kind of went under a lot of people's radars too. Snoop can write his own check. I don't know why. He he probably just got a bigger check over there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with some of the numbers of people. But did any objections to any of the things that I said before no, you get on? Matter of fact, it's funny when you talk one percent. I'm gonna talk about a little, just a little grassroots marketing, just to go back to when I was out managing and promoting artists. Okay. Um, okay. Like we used to say, when you're doing flyers, if you can get one percent of the amount of people in the door of flyers you dropped off, you're doing good. Okay. Okay. So that one percent has always been something that you can work on. And it's a good whole number, small number. I've always, like I said, I'm really all about starting small and capitalizing and building the past because. Once the internet era became big and popular, people want to be part of your story. Right. You know what I'm saying? People want, like, one of the artists I always refer back to is Wiz Khalifa. 
um, you know, we were signed. I met Wiz Khalifa was on tour with Wiz Khalifa, and um, Wiz Khalifa was initially signed to a major label, and um, was dropped. But he had a core fan base. He worked on that one percent and was able to sustain to become the artist he is today. Mm-hmm. You know, so focusing on that real one percent is important. Now I know a lot of people. It's all about the numbers, 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 numbers. You feel like you're not doing well if you don't have the numbers. Well, all the numbers count to a certain degree, and you got to get one before you get a million. Right. And I, I and I, I just gave you numbers of where you can legitimately eat off of one percent. Like you don't need all that other shit. Like one percent is one percent is nice, fam. One percent gonna get you more than you making on your job. For sure. So for sure. I'm um just I'm just gonna go on the timeline. I don't have nothing saved, so it's gonna probably be annoying to some people who might be watching. Um, but hey, I'm just gonna go over some people that we've covered. Okay. And their Spotify numbers since everybody's putting up their postcard, their boat card as we used to call it. <laughs> right. Um artists we reviewed, David Mars. Okay. Okay. Ten point four million streams. Really? 1.1 million listeners. Really? Yep. I'm su- I'm surprised by that. For real, for real. I'm just going to go streams and listen. Okay, run it, gonna, run I'm it. I'm not going to do hours and countries. Run it, run it. You were surprised by that? I was extremely surprised by that. Okay. All right. I was, I, that's high. I did not know. And I'm not mad at those numbers. That's go- those are good numbers. Oh, snap. I just seen something else that I thought was dope. <laughs> You on your internet troll. Yeah. CMW. Who's that? Christian's most wanted. Man, they still make music? Well, no, no, no. I said Christian. I ain't say Compton. Oh. I don't know what a CMW stands for. I'm just looking at the artists in it and someone named Kelvin J. I don't know Bryson, who that is. Bryson Gray. Not the same dude. Yeah. Same Bryson Gray? Yeah. That's why I say Christian's most wanted. No, CWA. So I don't know what the CWA stands for. Okay. I don't Christian know why that attitude? Uh, maybe. My, probably. Um, whoever Kevin J is, Bryson Gray, D. Cure, who we reviewed. Right. Um, TMR. Mm-hmm. Topper, we reviewed him. Okay. Uh, Tyson James. We talked about him too. And Crump, the young guy. Oh, I like Crump. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. I got to follow all these people. Okay, we're going to keep it going. Keep it going, sorry. They, they forming a group? That's what we're talking about? I don't know if it's a one-off or this was a post by the Marine rapper. Chopped and screwed. CWA on my YouTube on my YouTube now. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe it's just one song. Gotcha. Let's see what else we got. Y'all bear with me. Bear with me. Um, We've never talked about him. I'm just familiar with him. So I'm gonna keep... No, I'm going to talk about him. Um, there's a gentleman who's affiliated with Yellow Wolf by the name of Bad Wolf. We've never reviewed a song by him. Okay. Never. 1.3 million streams. That's respectable. listeners, and we've never reviewed it. Never even talked about it. For every million, to monetize that, think $4,000. For whoever's out there. Because that's, that's, that's typically how much Spotify pays for high retention higher countries, et cetera, et cetera. There's, there's a whole lot of analytics that go into that. Uh, but for every million, think $4,000. Yeah. 
DJ Cliffy D, Upchurch's DJ. Okay. One million. Why is he ever? He make music? Uh, he put out records. I didn't know that. Like he's kind of like Khaled. Okay. Um, 119,000 listeners. Uh, Joe Marley, a gentleman who I've actually helped promote on the Riding Dirty page. He's out of Nashville, Joe Marley. He doesn't have any videos yet. Still 92,000 streams, 61,000 listeners. Can't be mad at that. Joe Marley. Um, let's see. Let's keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Come on, somebody. It's like rolling the dice, man. It's like rolling. I see, I see now a lot of cow songs popping up. Oh, we're not going to review those, I hope. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Do it all in one show. So get the shit over it. Everybody now, I'm sorry. I hate to tell y'all. When y'all do that, that's like the money grab to me. When everybody start making these songs based off of, all right, here's somebody, Shotgun Shane. Oh, this gonna be interesting. Eight point two million streams. No. Well Nine, done, Shotgun Shane. Well done. <laughs> Nine hundred and ninety four thousand listeners. Well done, bro. Because they hate your ass, according to what we get in the comments, but. They don't hate you enough to not stream you. Good shit. Hey, man. The gram is interesting today. I'm seeing all kind of other stuff. I'm seeing all kind of other... Man, they, you know what? Country rap is getting very, very busy when it comes to social media. Even in the past year that we've been doing this show, I'm seeing more country rappers do stuff on social media than before. They, they TikToking. I mean... I ain't mad, man. Country rap has really grown in leaps and bounds in the past 12 months. Agreed. Really, really, really. And I have to feel like, I don't care what nobody thinks, I have to feel like we're some some form of catalyst of that. Uh, struggle. You know, I'm noticing the bigger artists don't do it. Like, Struggle hadn't done it. Adam hasn't done it. Church? Church is not on Instagram. Remember, he was banned. Oh, that's right. That's right. Churches. Well, they can do it. Um, they're probably waiting to the end of the year. That's when they typically should do it anyway. Like the year review. But hey, man, let's see. This is crazy because we're popping up while we were talking. And now that I'm looking for them, I refreshed my timeline and now everybody else is posting pictures of themselves. Can't see nothing. No. I wanted to see that one guy with it. I don't even know if I was going to say his name. Let's see. Let, I'm going to type in some names. How about that? Graves. Graves. Okay. 11.2 thousand streams. Not bad. 3,000 listeners. Not bad. Not bad. This is his his first year of going really, really hard. Need to add some zeros on there, Graves. Keep Uh, promoting. Keep promoting. You got it. Borgiato didn't put his up there. Let's see here. Well, name somebody. Let's see if they're on there. Um, any Mako people do it? Uh, let's. Target. Target didn't. Savannah didn't. Um, let's see. Let's check out our boy. Dope interview. Everybody who checked out the interview. Nope. He didn't do it either. 
Okay. Maybe they're waiting. Huh? I'm going to guess they're waiting. Anybody doing it right now, it's kind of, it's definitely early because, you know, it ain't even a year in review stuff. But so I think Spotify just started dropping. I got you. I think, um, let's see. The good old guys of West 10 didn't even, they didn't even put it up there. I didn't even get mine. Like, I, I, I got 80 something artists that I created. I ain't got no emails from Spotify, so it's all good. General Jameson, an artist that I'm, um, we talk a lot on, on social media. He hasn't dropped any real videos, but he's a very, very up and coming, up and up and coming, up and up and coming artist. Okay. General Jameson. And I'm really just shouting him out. Y'all can go check him out. Um, say not eight. Say what? <laughs> What'd you say? 1098, that's what you said? Six. 1096? What are you saying? Stop laughing. No, my dog, my dog is tripping. Don't laugh. What are you saying, man? 698. 698? Yeah. Well, don't post that. That's terrible marketing. Don't post that. Don't post that. That's not enough. Don't do that. I know he probably think I know he's probably thinking it's a good accomplishment, but you build on it internally. Don't put it out there for, to the public. Oh, no. like that. Let me show you something interesting. Mm-hmm. General, General Jameson would tell you, fuck you. That's <laughs> <laughs> why he would say, fuck you. We're only going by Instagram and Spotify, right? Right. General Jameson has 518 followers on Instagram. Okay. And he had 698 streams. Okay. 59 listeners. 10% of his people <laughs> listen to his shit. That's not a <laughs> What? Not, I mean, that's the numbers for everybody else. When we the numbers we were talking about, that's 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 true. You said one percent. He got ten percent. He need to focus on the one percent of the ten. Yes, but that's that's still not enough numbers, bro. Like the, anything I under. I wouldn't posted that. No, nah, I wouldn't have done anything under like ten thousand. Really, a hundred thousand, to be honest. General Jameson, because we've never reviewed you. This is not a diss. I'm gonna tell you something that I have learned. Now, don't pay attention to the numbers. Don't pay attention to the numbers. I've been told if something you believe in, you work hard at, work, work, work. You're gonna break through. So when don't I'm not telling you don't don't pay attention to the numbers. Just don't post them. Even if you post a video, like I see a lot of people when they post videos from YouTube and they'll have the, the view down there. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Because I've learned low numbers make people who don't know not want to know. Right. No one wants to be the first. And it's sad, like even DJs, DJs don't want to be the first to play your record. That's true. Especially in traditional hip hop, they want to know that other people are fucking with it too. They don't the, the whole concept of breaking records and so I know that that number that's 698 and this is this is really what I would tell you if I was your manager. Keep grinding. I know that 698, you're proud of that cuz I'm sure that's better than last year. If you even had a number last year. But it will make people who haven't listened to you say why should I? Agreed. Because if a million people listen to you and I haven't, you know how many things I've checked out because people listen and I'm like, what the fuck? I hadn't heard it yet. 
You know what I'm saying? It's already platinum. You the, the low numbers will make people not want to. I wouldn't post it. I would just and then you you post it, and I'm like, oh my god, John James is gonna think I'm picking him. He's probably gonna he's probably gonna diss me in a in a he's probably gonna diss us in a in in, in something. That's okay. <laughs> Because he goes off. He goes off on people. Um, he said, I'd like to thank all the fans and all the people in the circle that believes in me. It's the best feeling in the world, and I can't wait for the future. Shout out to the haters, too. If you don't have haters, you ain't doing it right. Now, I every accomplishment is an accomplishment you should be proud of. How long has it been doing music? I'll, I'll ask that. I don't know. This is his year numbers. I don't know. I'm now and now you got me on this page. Look, I mean, this is your year number, bruh. I'm. Not, it doesn't make you look good by posting those numbers, and unless you just started in October. Uh, it's an yes, it is an accomplishment. I'm not trying to take any of that away from you, but some accomplishments you keep internally. And you build upon it and use that as motivation. Like that, that's you go you will get clowned Maybe by your is, peers. Cause I see posts that he made last year in 2020 and he was dropping music. But maybe okay. this is maybe this is his first year on Spotify. You know, a lot of people drop music before they get to Spotify. That's true. So an artist like General Jameson, we've never heard any of his music. Uh hey man, he's getting some major promo by us talking about. It. True. But let, just say an artist name like General Jameson, right? If he came to you and like Spank, I need some advice. You know, this past year, I had 698 streams on Spotify, 59 listeners, but in six countries. That means someone in Mexico listened. Okay. Over 26 hours. So for a, a whole day and two hours worth, they listened to my shit. Okay. What would be your advice to General Jameson? I got a second one. There's a gentleman who got one up here named Roland Church. Him and General Jameson, their crew. Okay. He has 216 streams. 51 listens. What would be your advice to these two gentlemen since they're click? Um, shout out to Rolling Church and General Jameson while you formulate your thoughts. Definitely shout out to you guys. You guys definitely become friends of the show, please. I would, if they can dig into their analytics a little better, see what or where most of the streams are coming from, and try and build upon the success in those cities and work your 1% from there. Um, if one, I mean, one percent of what we just talked about. You know, one of them have five hundred, no, six hundred. So there would be six people. There'll be a hundred and fifty dollars that they would make for doing a show. There's still not enough for you to justify you getting your own venue to be able to get some sort of money from that. Those people coming to a show, just those six. Uh, but I would. I don't know, man. That one's that one's a little hard because you. I typically tell people if you can't put a thousand people in a venue, um, no. If you can't put a hundred people in a venue, 
that ain't your family, friends, and coworkers, then you need to continue to do advertising and marketing until you can get to that point. Because your family, friends, and coworkers is going to be another 20 to 30-ish uh, that's going to come there just for support, quote-unquote. But it's the people that are there for the music that you want to get there. So I don't. I would tell them to just keep doing some target marketing, see if they can get some of those cities. And most of those cities are on Spotify, major cities. So you want to get the, the adjacent cities that are around the majors um, because it's going to be too expensive to try to do advertising, marketing, and branding in the major cities. Um, just start some sort of grassroots campaign if they can. If not, do some sort of viral campaign to see where you can target the fans that are out there that really like you uh, and then monetize those. Okay. All right, last thing before, I, before we get up out of here. I just, we, we've been just chopping up. Um, It was a beef I just wanted to talk about a little bit. Okay. And it kind of plays in the numbers too. So, you know, we was talking about the Forgiato Blow and the um, Laza. Loza Alexander? Loza. Yeah, I, I still say this all fake. But yeah, I got you. So the real beef is between Bryson Gray and Loza Alexander. Why? Um, man, I don't know. I think, okay, so at one point in time, and this time I want to, I want to actually close the show on this. Okay? Because I heard Bry- Loza Alexander was upset at Bryson Gray about, about this. Then I also just watched the interview with Rainwater. For those who don't know, Rainwater is the manager of of Mo3, if you're familiar with Mo3. Okay. So um, the beef between Bryson Gray and Loza is really they done a song together and Bryson Gray didn't retweet it, post it, anything like that. He did just done the song. Okay. <laughs> and Loza felt like Damn, we on the same shit. The fan would love to see it. Why can't you tweet it, talk about it, post it, whatever the case may be? And did he Bryson, pay? Did he get paid to do this? The social media promotion? Obviously not, because Bryson Gray said, "Bro, that's your job." But the same, I watched the interview with Rainwater, who um, there was artists upset about Mo Three doing song, them doing songs Mo Three, and Mo Three didn't. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like if you do a song, if artist pays you to do a song, they're, they should mention it? Mm-mm. Not unless you get paid to. That's where the, the root of the beef from Loza and Bryson come from. Well, Bryson ain't mad at Loza. Bryson just feel like that Loza's fake. Well, Bryson's bigger than Loza, so why would Bryson big up somebody that's smaller than him? Yeah, especially in and Loza knows that. Why else would he go get Bryson on the track? Right, right. But you know, so the whole beef really started there. Bryson has a problem with Loza. Well, Loza has a problem with Bryson. Bryson really just feels like, dude, I think you're fake. I don't think you're about the movement. Um, you're always complaining, crying. I really watched. Like, I took four hours and dove into the beef. Okay. Bryson's Bryson's not really entertaining, and Bryson is is a very and it's funny because when I listen to Bryson's music I wouldn't have known this but Bryson is heavy heavy into his spirituality his you know his his Christian his Christian beliefs okay like I think Bryson's been celibate for like 10 years mm. what was that the fuck <laughs> why 
Okay. I mean, like I said, um, hopefully we're gonna get Bryson on the show. Um, but his his beliefs are very, very strong, even about like proposal. Like it, it's just like you have to dig into it. Like it's it's a very, very different thing. Like Loza say say he's about the movement, right? Right. But Loza obviously is caring about being number one. Who wasn't who wouldn't want accolades? But Loza also talks about I got other stuff that's not patriotic. I'm just re- releasing my patriotic shit now. Like, he's very braggadocious about being better than other people. I would love to interview both of them, not even about the beef, because both of these are very unique artists. I think Loza, I think to a certain degree, Loza saw a niche and crashed the lane. Let me, let me grab some of that. Right yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because like those are like, and it's funny. You remember we every time we reviewed and we said, "Damn, what's up with these videos? Only waste up, right?" Oh, he talks about that too. About you know, I don't really go out and do shit, you know. So and I ain't got the proper shit, so I just how I shoot my video, right? You know, so it kind of made you know these patriot rappers on the front line, Jack. They had these conventions, you know. Those are just raps about it and puts it online. So, you know, I don't know, it's a weird little thing. I just wanted to talk about, man, if y'all get a chance, do a little research if you even care about Bryson Gray, Aloza Alexander, both dope artists. I'm taking nothing away from them. But it's a very complex little situation there. You know what I'm saying? Because he did, he, aired, he aimed out his disc record to Forgiato. But his problem really is with Bryson, more so than Forgiato. And it was because Bryson didn't promote a record they done together. I just wanted to put that out there because I, I spent my time watching all the videos, so shit, I felt like I got to talk about it. I'm, uh, that's disappointing. So now you got the two black guys in the country rap genre, in the country rap subgenre, mega rap, now um, beefing with each other and, and making a, a, a mockery of hip-hop. Like now, now the folks is like, okay, look, they go to the monkeys. Let them do their little, let them do their dance. This is what they do. Come on, y'all. And can I send a quick rest in peace? To who? What happened? Um, and this just happened today, so when this airs, it's gonna be old. I just want to say rest in peace to Miss Jacqueline Avant, the wife of music exec Clarence Avant. Now, if y'all don't know who Clarence Avant is and you want to learn about this music industry. Go to Netflix and watch The Black Godfather. Clarence Avant is one of the most influential men in music. I'm not going to say urban music, in music, period. Clarence Avant, like he is, man, but his wife was murdered during a home invasion today in Beverly Hills. Mm. Um, and I'm, and I'm, when I'm saying Clarence, these, these people are... are well in their 60s. Well in their 60s. But definitely rest in peace to her. Um, man, they got married in 1967. So what does that tell you? Wow. But if you get an opportunity, watch The Black Godfather. You'll see her in there. She's an intricate part of his life and his story. Um, man, Clarence, man. I, I can't, man. If Everyone, I'm a firm believer no matter what type of music you do, you should know the history 
of music and what's, you know, just because even though it's different genres of music, the, the road travel is very similar in a lot of ways. You're just doing different type of music. So, and a lot of people don't know, Clarence Avant was the founder of Sussex, Sussex Records. Okay? Sussex Records. Sussex. So, yeah, that's how you pronounce yeah. Sussex. Yeah. You've Sussex. heard of it? Yes. Um, he and, had a lot of shit to do with Motown too, but it's yeah. it's he's um. Well, I, I, I and I and this is not to take anything with, away from him, but something what you just said about learning music history. Like, I I'm not one of those people that believe that. Uh, I only I only learn the history of the stuff that I'm interested in. To be honest. Like I, I, I was never interested in when I was taking music theory in college. It, it was just until we got to the hip hop stuff or the birth of it. It was when I really like perked up. Like, okay, what is this about? Like, give me more of that. I don't care about classical or jazz or blues infusions or the birth of gospel. Like, I don't care about any of that. Uh, That's how I was then. But now, as I'm about to hit fifty, you know, now I'm a student of the music industry and I try to learn as much as possible about who pay what role, especially minorities, because we have not been given fair shares. Uh, We definitely haven't been given uh, fair rights. Uh, All of the music that's been stolen from the minorities throughout history is is just a tragedy, travesty. So I I would like, I don't know, man, that one's kind of touching. Maybe, hopefully it was just a home, I can't say that. Hopefully it wasn't a hit on him. Um, because the dude is very influential in music and has a, has had a lot of hands and a lot of things. Um, but he's not only influential in music; he's imp- like he was a very intricate part of helping get Jimmy Carter elected. No, I didn't know that. He was a very intricate part in the Barack Obama campaign. Like he stretches way farther than than music. Now he was very okay. influential in Clinton. Now I'm sure a lot of people like country rapper. Like I don't like none of the people you name. But also, what was very very unique about him was when he started his biggest artist on Sussex Records was Bill Withers. But he sound he signed a lot of Caucasian artists who people thought were black. Oh wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Was Michael McDonald one of his? <laughs> no, no, no. Most of these artists you have you won't be the heard of. Okay. He definitely, definitely he 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 pride himself off working with Caucasian artists who can sing sing huh they can sing sing yeah okay that's what's up and a lot of them were like one hit wonders um you know like he had a pop group called wednesday but a lot of them charted back in the day and the majority of them were white and that was unique for a black ceo to be actually given opportunities to white artists who the labels weren't given a chance to gotcha that's dope a la CRR. <laughs> You're trying to pave some ways over here. I'm just saying, man. Maybe we'll get a Netflix show one day. Maybe, maybe. All right, that man. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't really have nothing else. I'm kind of. You just gave out some really, really good information, and that one percent. I think the only thing is, some people need to get past that one percent and think one percent is low because they don't look at the big number. Right. They don't look at one percent of ten thousand. One percent of of they might look at one percent as in one percent ain't shit. 
It ain't, but okay. But one percent of a million see it. Yeah. If if it ain't shit, go accomplish it, and then repeat it. You know, I, I challenge all of them to do that. And I challenge everybody to take that grassroots method. Work on your town. Everybody wants to be this big artist, and people in their own damn town don't even know. Yeah. You know, people in your own hometown don't even know you. You've been you got four albums, right? What the fuck? And labels still ask that, like. What's what's he doing? Like how how does his people treat him? And, and his people is usually how does your city treat you? Yeah. Like if your city ain't supporting you, ain't ain't lifting you up, then they usually like, eh, let me let me not run with that one. Let's see what let me wait. Couple couple years ago, um, matter of fact, we're approaching the two year the one year mark. Um, I semi went viral, but I didn't put my name on it. But I did go viral because I just noticed yesterday someone posted about it. I posted a list called the 50 top rappers in Griffin, Georgia. Okay. I remember that post. <laughs> yes. People are still talking about it to this day. That that definitely, I didn't do it right as far as knowing how to do my 1% or whatever the case may be. Right. Get credit for going viral. But that post definitely went viral for reposts, shares, you know, sub posts. You know what I'm saying? That thing was talked about in heavy rotation for a whole month. And I'm telling you, someone just dropped a freestyle last week that I seen on Facebook who said, and I didn't make the goddamn list. And they, was, <laughs> and they had a picture of the list. Still salty? A split screen. A split screen. <laughs> the list and them. Yeah. So, yes, that thing went. If you come to Griffin, Georgia, and say, hey, y'all know about the list? It's going, yeah. But I'm saying that to say that list is also an example of being able to touch the 1% because 50 people on that list and the average person in my city didn't know five. Right. I used to be part of um, this website called 8-Track. And 8-Track would allow you to make playlists, kind of like Spotify, iTunes, right? Right. You can create your own playlist. 8-Track went out of business. When 8-Track went out of business, they allowed you to integrate your playlist into Spotify. You can just hit a button and your playlist goes on Spotify. Right. I, I had I had an 8-Track playlist that, that featured 30 of those 50 artists. Right. It was called a Dirty 30, Rip Your City. Right. When I hit that button to integrate that playlist to Spotify, <laughs> how many songs you think was on my playlist? Three? Five. That's sad, man. Yes, that means these artists are not even attempting attempting to monetize their shit. Yeah. Five out of 30, bro? I deleted the playlist when it went to Spotify. I'm like, eh. and, they, and, and artists are mad at me because they didn't make the playlist. They didn't make the list. And I told everyone that the list was really about bringing attention to active artists in my city. If you ain't on Spotify, how active are you? Did they work? Huh? Did it work? We, did, are there more people active since then? Um, in all actuality, the, the playlist was two things. It was to rep, because I felt like um, I was doing this thing called a duel. Shout out to everybody in the country rap genre who ever participated in the duel. I was doing the duel. I felt like I was running out of artists, especially in my city. I'm like, it got to be more artists in my city. So I'm going to do this because this is going to make people tag people. Hey, you know about this one? You know about this one? You know about this one? I didn't know it was going to make people, it was going to piss people off. <laughs> so, yes, it did work 
And <laughs> I found out about at least, an, I could do another 50 and probably only repeat 10. Okay. That's good. And people, my numbers did go up on what I was doing, the duel. So it did work. Now, a lot of those artists on the list, you know how we talk about our top 10? Right. A lot of those artists on the top 50 list won't be on, wouldn't be on that list if I'd done another one. Everybody keeps saying you should do another one, but it I'm not going to get the same results. It was that shock. I, I want to oh, do no. one in your city. Do it. You should do another. You I should do, do one in your city. I'm not out enough to know who's doing what, fam. Like I think your I think I think if one came in your city, I think it'll get the same results that I got in my city. They already hate me, so fuck it. And the thing what? is, no, no one even knew I'd done the list. Mm. They just knew it was on my page. And okay. A lot of these people, I never said this is my list. I done this. I just posted a sheet of I, I, it was like a sheet of paper like this, and I, I posted like, look what I found laying around on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and I even spelled greatest wrong to bring some authenticity to it. Right. 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 You know, I, I, and I, I hand wrote it on a piece of paper like this. That's what's up. I kind of balled it up, unballed it, took a picture of it. Yeah. But I'll stand there to say, man, y'all artists got to put that work in. Did you numbered it? Did you number it? One through 50. Yeah, I still got it. Okay. I, want, I probably wouldn't number it because then they're going to be like, how he number that, one? That, that, was, that was a problem too. How he so, number one? How, how he that, number two? That was little, That was literally a problem as well. A lot of people who made the list were upset about their placing on it. Yeah, like, bro, how am I 50? I'm better than all of them. Actually, number 50 was upset <laughs> with me. I'm not going to call his name, but he was thoroughly pissed. You should have did number 50 as Jody Breeze, and then nobody could have been pissed off. Then they would have knew, like, okay, this ain't this ain't in order. His people would have probably reached out to me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fam. So the, only, the only three that counted was one, two, and three. And I had a reason for one, two, and three. And then after that, everything was based on memory. Okay. Number one was the artist who's re- received the most natural attention from the city. Number two was the artist who has put in the most notable work in the city. And number three was the person who's... Um, been featured in the most things, video games, movies, stuff like that. Okay. And everything else was memory. Memory of people I noticed putting in that work. And they still mad. And the funny thing that was dope about it, out of all 50 artists, do you know I only put one artist on there who wasn't from the city? I thought that was pretty damn good. Who was the one? Those artists I put on there that was from Conyers who he always was showing up in my Griffin groups, so I thought he was from Griffin, but he's from Conyers. Okay, 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 okay. So, man, there were people hitting me in my... Bro, my birthday is in August. I had someone inbox me, happy birthday. Now, not, the list came out in January. Right. Somebody inboxed me, happy birthday. Someone I hadn't spoke to, oh, I appreciate it, G. Like, yeah, man, I, I still made that goddamn list. <laughs> I'm like, on my birthday, bro? Like, Eight months later, they still salty as fuck. <laughs> like, bro, and the funny thing is, this guy, I didn't even know he'd done music anymore. So, if you don't do music anymore, you probably didn't make my list. 
Oh. You know what I'm saying? Red Clay Warriors did not make my list. Right, right, right. Only one member of the Red Clay Warriors made my list, and he released a project on Spotify that year. Gotcha. You helped him. Right. Okay. This guy was like, look, bro, how am I not making the list? You used to pick me up and take me to your battles. Ninja. When <laughs> <laughs> the last time I done a fucking battle? <laughs> That's a decade ago. Bro, you used to pick me up and take me to Michael Grish. <laughs> I'm like, bro, do you know? I apologize. I completely forget because he wasn't lying. I did used to pick his, his young ass up. He didn't have right. a car. Right. And he used to call me and say, can I please call? So I thought I was doing, but yeah, man, he was hot eight months later. Wow. I'm like, bro, I, you moved to Florida. I didn't know you were still doing music. Hey, man. I'm saying all that to say, artists, the year is winding down. It's a new year. Everybody make these. My man Spank just gave y'all a serious plan. If y'all go back, and I shut the fuck up because I didn't want to interrupt because I want y'all to definitely focus in on what he's saying and apply it to try to build a successful career. But y'all put that work in in 2022. Give yeah. us some shit. Make us have to do six videos an episode. Yeah. Make us put you on our list, yeah. which is coming up soon. Yeah. A, 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 a shoot for those awards in 2020, the 2022 awards. Right. We talking about your ass ain't probably going to get nominated on 2021. <laughs> probably ain't going to get nominated. 698 ain't going to get you. Ain't, ain't gonna get you. <laughs> I only know that dude. He... <laughs> what? He's probably going to inbox you as soon as he watches. He's going to delete me. No, because I actually think, you know what? I actually think, I actually think that he has a shot. I think a lot of time artists just don't understand it 1%. Right. Understanding that, like a lot of people just drop shit. They just drop it. Just drop it. They're like pigeons. Just drop shit. Right. And they have no idea how to market it, how to promote. Like, bro, um, shout out to the, what her name? What's her name? What's her name? Jesse Boyles. Like, man, goddamn, give away something with your shit. Something. Just do something to intrigue people, to make them come back. Right. Like, why do I want to listen to you? Bro, I ain't gonna lie. I I try to get in everybody's contest who having something. Even if I want it. I want to win. I want you to post my picture holding it up on your page. Like, hey, man, do other stuff. Do collabs. Do, just do shit. A lot of people just think, I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna drop it and that's it. And I'm gonna drop no. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing. I don't hear about them doing no shows. Do shows in your fucking backyard. Why not? Why not? Yeah, most of them need to practice anyway, so why not? Why not <clears throat> once every three months do your own redneck raid? Why the fuck not? Why not? Why not? I wanna do it. My wife just won't let me. And I don't even perform. I want to invite people to perform in my backyard and get drunk. I have a bonfire. That'd be nice. Bro, bro, I got some shit that I need to burn to have a bonfire. <laughs> my wife is like, no, because she don't want people coming in and out, going in the goddamn bathroom. Or she's like, no, people going to find out where we live and then they're going to be trying to rob us and shit. But then those, are, I, those are valid reasons, bro. Okay, but 
Do you remember where you're around? Then I'm, I gotta go. I'm looking at the time. You remember when I done hit Nick? Oh, I, I remember you talking about it. I wasn't around though. Okay. I would love to bring back Hickney. Ain't that's a funny name that I use that name? Hickney's pretty nice. Hickney's pretty nice, though. Yes. Hickney had the Red Clay Warriors, Fatback, and Greystone, or Silverstone. I done this concert in, you know, you know, my mom lives way, way out. Right, right, right. You ain't coming out there to break in shit. And if you do, you're going to get shot and buried. You're not even going to make it home. It's so far away, right? Right. I done hit me. It's, it's a big field out there. I got a, um, what do you call it? Like a, a flatbed. Right. I put the speakers on. Rest in peace. I got Mike Penn, the DJ. And I done a concert in my mother's backyard. Free. Free. I'm I'm Googling Hicknick right now. Hold oh, on. Oh, you saying if it's available? Oh, yes, I am. Because, well, if they watch this episode, they're going to be like, hmm, maybe we can do that. That they, could be our version of Redneck Rave. Hmm. Maybe, we, maybe we should do a Hicknick. Hicknick. Oh, shit. I'm not against it. Hey, man. Hey, How'd look, you spell look. it? H I C K N I C K? Yeah, Hicknick. Okay. Hicknick. It was half because, and the reason I called it that, because we was in the country. I had and look at the groups: Red Clay Warriors, Fat Bat, and Silverstone. It was a live band. It was like, yeah, man. Yeah, Fat Bat was dope. Yeah, it didn't work. You know why it didn't work? It what? didn't work because of the artists. I got you. A fucking free concert didn't draw a hundred people, and I had three groups. Well, we got a more. We got access to a lot more groups now, so we can start playing a Hicknick now. Bro, this was bro. You got that? This shit was twenty years ago. I didn't even, I didn't even have the influence that I have now. You know what I'm saying? Right, was, right, right. This was like early, early Red Clay Warriors. This was getting my feet wet, but I just, again, trying to figure out ways to promote my group. I got with the hottest group in my home, the hottest two groups in my hometown, which at the right. time was Silverstone and Fatback, and the newest group in my town, which was Red Clay Warriors. Red Clay Warriors had nine members. Fatback had five members. Silverstone had 10. I'm like, surely if every motherfucker invite two people, we can get 100 people. I'm letting you in free. Only money I'm going to make is you're going to buy this liquor from me. You still open to having something again? Not in Griffin. Where we going to have it? Why we can't have it where we at? They won't come? Why we can't? That's free. We ain't got to rent no venue. That's a good test run spot. That's the place where we get Millie Red. We get, uh, boy, I'm putting this all out there now. We get <laughs> Millie Red. We get, we get um, Simple Man from Kingsland, Georgia. Yeah. We get, we get people who it's not too far away to come. Because you got to think, all these shows that we're hearing about in Georgia, I ain't never heard of these towns. I heard they was having a show. Right. Breland. What is Breland, Georgia? So I'm just saying, just if we just say, hey, we're going to do a Country Rap Report, Hicknick, Birthday Badge, featuring Millie Red. We're going to bring 10 Man out of retirement. Ooh. 10 Man. I don't know who that is. Google 10 Man. 10 Man is one of the dopest country rap artists who lives in Barnesville, Georgia. Okay. <laughs> who was stomping before, before Ryan Upchurch. Okay. Dope. It's just 
Tim is a father. He has a, a sports apparel company. He has a fishing line. Tim Man does a lot of things. I'm a matter of fact, I'm gonna tag you in this latest video, but it's him feet, it's him. He is King Elway featuring Tim Man. Oh, don't. Matter of fact, I want to review it, but it's not country rap. Because, okay. because the concept of the record is so fucking dope. The name of the record is called Different Places. We're from two different places because King Elway being an African American, Tim Man being a Caucasian. And they're talking about being from two different places but going through the same struggles. Man, the, the record is dope as shit. Dope okay. as shit, bro. I'm going to send it to you. I think it's something we should definitely review, but people going to be like, it's not country, but it's featuring a country rap artists. One of the, the OGs in country rap. But we can bring Tim Man out of retirement. We can get Millie Red. Um, who else was close by? They don't know. I'm just saying. Something to think about. Something to put on that long calendar we got. Well, Demon Jones is closer than anybody. We got to pay Demon. Uh, it's a test run. <laughs> I was still invite him though, you know. Of course, I invite him. Him and his people. Yeah, come on up. Yeah, we're gonna show you. We're gonna have a party with everybody. Black people, white people. We're gonna have it all out there. I got the DJ lined up. I got everything. I just need it. We just it, it will have to be done. Well, I can bring the sound system. I got sounds. I got sounds. Probably stage and lighting. Hey, bro. Gotta hit up with Silk. Hey, we just, everybody have to come in peace because I ain't doing no security. I am security. Bring your own bottle? If we bring your own bottle, then how are we going to make any type of money? I, I don't know. I'm just trying to fellowship. I like oh. Hicknick. Hey, now, if you want to do a meet and greet Hicknick party, shit, bring your own bottle. I don't, we can do it. We won't have to make shit. Just hang out. Just to see if this would work if we tried. I'm, I'm my, okay. My wheels are turning, so yeah. Uh, uh, let me talk it over with the wife. See what she's talking about. I mean, you gotta be good with it. All right, man. Let me just get up out of here. Let me hit this um plantation. <laughs> you gotta do a, the the outro, man. I know. I'm not gonna hit, but I'm just saying, y'all. Oh, okay, okay. Hopefully, everyone has enjoyed this episode. If this wasn't what you normally get, but you know, sometimes we're gonna come to you guys and talk and try to educate you. And again, Spank just gave some very very pertinent information for all you artists to apply in 2022 to help advance your career. Focus on that 1%. Focus on the grassroots. Focus on the people that really, truly fuck with you right. and build from that. If you can get somebody to spend $25 in the state of Georgia, do you know that's probably goddamn three hours of work for the average person in the state of Georgia? If they give you $25, most people in the state of Georgia don't make, make $10 an hour. That's two and a half hours of work that I'm giving to you because I like your music. Focus on those people. They're the ones who's going to really, really appreciate it. Take this advice, apply it. Hit my guy Spank up because I'm sure he's willing to talk to y'all about whatever the hell. Because I ain't. <laughs> that ain't my, no, because that's not my department. That's right, other right, shit. Right. That's other shit I'll, I'll talk to you about. But that's focus on those numbers and 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 build this shit, man. Because the bigger y'all get, the bigger we can get. We that's can true. go together. That's all right, true. man. It's your boy Big Excel. It's your dude Spank. Shout out to all the first and last time listeners. Please visit www countryrapreport.com for all your country rap needs. Check out WCRR right there. Check out Country Rap Tunes playlist on Spotify right now. Check out where we can be streamed in the podcast format right there. All right? All right, man. Till next time. Peace. Peace.